Mitzvahem, everybody should have a refuah shalema. Okay. Well, let's see. So we're finishing up uh, the previous section, which dealt with um, can you assume the person who asked the divorce to be delivered was still alive when he asked about it? And again, it was relatively common if a person was, knew that his death was close, that he would prefer to give the divorce to the wife so she doesn't have to worry about yibam or chalitza or even confirming the body. They, they, don't, they weren't always so polite to give the body back, you know, if some, you know, the person was, you know, how would you prove it, you know? And so the question was, can you assume that the non-Jewish courts, or even if it was a Jewish court, but you didn't hang around? And uh, so that's really our question. When can you assume the person's uh, passed away, and when is it in doubt? Um, and then the other question we're going to have today is when you send a messenger, if the messenger um, can't make it, can he appoint another messenger under what circumstances? And that's the whole day. If we get through those two things, then we'll be done. So, that's the, so the first thing, though, was our discussion about these non-Jewish courts. And we mentioned, uh, uh, we're on the bottom line on 28B, that uh, the non-Jewish courts, um, sometimes they like to brag that they kill people. And so even though if you get a notice from somebody who's impartial and has no skin in the game, if somebody gets a notice, the death notice, you have no reason to question, we would accept that. But if it's one of these pagan courts that likes to brag about how many people they kill, uh, then all bets are off. You can't, uh, uh, Rashi used that word. It, it, it's almost, it, I found it stinging, you know, somebody bragging about it. But that's, that's what it was. The pagans, they, you know, it was uh, the numbers. Uh, um, the the, uh, the Medrash says that when they told Achashverosh, like the numbers of Amalekim that were killed, it was like, uh, to them it's a game, you know. How many killed today? <laughs> it was like, a, okay. Omar Rav Yosef. Uh, this is the Ikadi Yami. So we're going to have a piece of Gemara that's going to sound very much like yesterday, but from a different twist. We seem to have a lot of those in Gitna. I don't know the, how, how often that happens. Again, there, there's often more than one version. Um, and again, I, 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 I've seen that in life, where there's more than one version of the story, even with things that we deal with. Something that's handed over by mouth for generation after generation, you can imagine there's more than one version. Um, sometimes the other version is totally different, and sometimes it's just a slight nuance. The challenge is that sometimes you, it sounds so familiar that you tune out. You say, I had this already. What's new here? Right? But the, sometimes there'll be a little flip of the word, and it's coming from a different angle. Ikadiyami. That's that abbreviation. Alav Dalad. You see that at the bottom? Ikadiyami. Some people say. That's the, so some people say, I'm Rev Yosef. Then we've got another abbreviation. Three abbreviations in one line. Loshna. That's, uh, I don't know if yours is abbreviated. Even some Gemaras abbreviate, some don't. And then the next one is Bebeistin in a court. So Ikini Yamri, some people say Omer of Yosef. That's an, oh, it's four abbreviations in one line. Um, it's, it's interesting to have so many. Okay. Omer of Yosef, Ikini Yamri, Omer of Yosef. Loshna, only learn Bebeistin Sha'ovachachavim. Only learn that there's some doubt when the non Jewish courts claim to have killed so many or this and that then maybe they're just bragging. You don't know for sure. You have to, until you get more evidence, um, you're going to have to be careful. Um, Rashi goes back to also, they take bribes. There, there were ways to get people out in those cases. Abba Beis didn't show Yisrael, but if it's a Jewish court, if the, the verdict was to kill them, um, 
that's it. If the person, if, if the Torah, there's a mitzvah to prosecute uh, somebody that uh, deserves to be put to death, uh, that's what the court had to do. They would do it. He says a Jewish court, uh, there's a mitzvah to see if it, they don't have to kill him, if there's another way to look at it that uh, you could be lenient somehow and let him off. You know, he didn't mean to kill somebody. It was a mistake, right? Uh, even though uh, he had witnesses and warning and all that good stuff, he pulled the trigger. But uh, if you find some kind of schuss, you'll let him off. Yeah, so Tosa is going to ask that, but hold on. So our question now is, why are we saying that if you know you just were there for the verdict of a Jewish court, that you can assume he died? Didn't we say you can find a schuss? That's before the verdict. Before the verdict, anybody wants to uh, raise their hand and say, I think we can get him off for the following reason. Well, listen. Once the final verdict, it's pretty much too late. So, Frechter of Avram, let's see Tosus. Top Tosus on the page. They had a guy waiting there with a flag. They had a guy waiting there. Anybody want to wave up the white flag? Uh, wait, 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 hold it. You know, they, even on the top of the execution chamber, anybody's looking, they would like look around. Is there any, you know, maybe they... In the old movies, you always had the guy riding the horse coming to rescue at the last moment, you know. Is it, so that's what they look out, is the, is the, is the uh, what do they call that, the posse or, the, or whatever, somebody coming to try to save at the last moment. So what's Agumar saying? It's only in the movies. It didn't happen all the time like that. In other words, it's not so common that, that somebody with, you know, if somebody wants to have some good defense, it'll come up in the court, but that it should only come out after the verdict on the way so it's true. If on the way to the execution sh- to the execution place, so, you know, there's a guy looking and there's the flag, and there, but at the end of the day, that didn't happen very often. So to the point that if the guy was the, he, he was found guilty, you can assume he uh, was killed. Back to the Gemara. Let's see if we can bring a proof to that. Now, what happens if you got a runaway slave? And a runaway uh, convict, and he goes to a, Jew- a different Jewish city, and two people come to the basin and they say, ishploni. We want to testify about Mr. So-and-so, that he was found guilty in the following court. We even heard the witnesses. It's interesting. I wonder if you have to know that they actually heard the witnesses. But So the new court will just, that's it. You mean he was convicted already? And, and these witnesses, uh, now these witnesses will be um, checked out. And they'll be interviewed. We'll make sure these, these new witnesses are good witnesses. But assuming everything checks out, this guy is curtains. So what do you see? You see that uh, that's pretty good proof that if a Jewish court says guilty, that's it. So we had this again before. The, in the, this is another version of what we had yesterday. Maybe when he runs away, it's different. So I was, uh, there are different ways to look at this. Maybe because he runs away, they're not so, that's a sign that he's guilty, you know, or that's, um, they, they don't have so much patience with him to try to find a way to let him off because he's a runaway. Like, he didn't accept uh, what the court had for him. There is a concept that the person, no matter what he did, if he accepts the Mises based, then he gets kapara. 
you know, we're talking about somebody that did a very severe sin, but through the Mises Beisden, he actually will get atonement. He'll get, uh, it's good for him. And that, that's if he accepts it, but this guy ran away. So um, maybe since he ran away, it's different. Uh, or in other words, uh, uh, when a, a verdict is transferred from another locale, so then they're not so quick to try to undo it, you know, by the runaway. Okay. I don't know. I, that depends on how you learn what this far is. Uh, I, I saw others. Um, the truth is, I, w- I was waiting for a Rashi that, that I couldn't find. <laughs> there is no Rashi. There is a Tosus on, on a few pages back. Um, but, uh, the, but that's what it wants to say. You can't bring a proof because this guy was already sentenced in a different city. I, I think that once a guy is guilty and he, he's, he's dangerous, you know, like he's on the loose and he escaped and... Uh, it's, so it becomes more urgent to, to protect the community by, you know, taking care of this guy. That's another way to look at it. Okay, Tashma. So, we, again, we want to know, once the verdict is out, can you testify, can the wife remarry, or do we need hard evidence? Tashma. If we hear from a Jewish court, so-and-so died, or so-and-so was killed, then his wife is allowed to remarry. If you hear from the communistin, the communistin, it's uh, that's the death court uh, from the pagans. Each pony mace, each pony nerig. Then in that case, you shouldn't let the wife remarry so fast. My mace or my nerig. Now, what is the case? Again, there's a uniform case. You hear from a Jewish court. You hear from a non-Jewish court. What does it mean? He died or he was killed? Elema mace mamish nerig mamish. If the, the evidence is that he he was he died, he was killed. That's it. If the same case would be by a non-Jewish court, am I, why would we not let the wife remarry? We have a rule. Anytime a non-Jewish court gives you a notice. means that they're not paid to give that notice. It's just they happen to tell you. You believe them. So if, the, if they actually said he was killed, so of course you would have believed them. It must be that we're missing something over here, and that's why we're not sure. What is it? It must be, mace means he was taken out to be killed, uh, or he was taken out to die, and nereg means he was taken out to be killed. Viktani, and we learn, based in Israel, if it was a Jewish court, the wife could remarry. So uh, we see from here that a Jewish court that has a verdict, even though you don't know it was carried out, it's as good as done. That's the proof. The Gemara says now, not a proof. Lola mace mamish. Really, the case was he was really killed, or he really died. And so our question was, why? Would, of course, we why wouldn't we believe a non-Jewish court? The kavasa in the same cases by the non-Jewish court. Why wouldn't we believe them? I didn't. We have the famous rule: the kol masiyach That if they happen to relate it, they believe them. The more I answered, That's if it's not connected to them. Uh, if it has something to do with them, then they might, uh, as Rashi said before, they like to brag or they want to keep up, uh, uh, they may not, might not be telling the truth. You can't go by what the uh, statistics that they quote. So I did want to mention something. I, I'm not sure if I mentioned it yesterday or not. You never know when you're in the rush whether, which things you get to explain or which not. What does it mean, kill or die? I mean, why would uh, why would he be taken out to die? You take him out to kill him. Why do you take him out? To die? So, there are some cases where the guy is guilty as could be, but the, you're not allowed to do a misas based it. Let's say uh, he didn't get the warning, 
or he got the warning and too much time went by. So the, the, executing somebody according to Torah, it has to fit exactly the template. If, it, if it's missing anything, the basin doesn't have to kill him. And there's scenarios where they don't want to kill him. They feel that he's not a harm to society and this and that. And so if he doesn't fit the Torah template, no Mises basin. There are other times where the guy is a menace to society. He's a bloody murderer, but you know what? He kills all the witnesses. You know, the guy, the guy shoots every... If a guy comes walking out of a building with a smoking gun and everybody inside that building was, was killed, you know, or with a bloody knife, according to Torah, you can't execute him because there were no witnesses. But uh, the rabbis are allowed to, uh, in their judgment, if they feel that he definitely is guilty, they're allowed to kill him. Now, they can't kill him with their hands because... Uh, so what they did was the famous kippah, the cellar in the uh, basin, very dangerous. Uh, uh, for some reason, it was called a kippah. Somebody was saying it was like a ditch. It was round. You take him to the kippah, and you give him a certain food for breakfast, and uh, it, it grows inside his stomach, and uh, that's it. It's curtains for him. So that they had, a, they had an extra legal method of, of executing a person in a case where it wasn't a formal Torah execution. So that's what it means, kill or die. He, he died. You know, they, they have a way to make him die. <laughs> you know, that's the, that was Rashi on yesterday's Gemara, in case that interests you. It's on Chav Chesamad Beis. Where is he brought it in? Um, yeah, yeah, each plony mace. It was about twelve lines up. But based in Mises Atzmo, he died by himself. How does a person die by himself? So Rashi over there says there's another scenario. What about if a person does wrong, and you whip the daylights out of him, and you think maybe that'll knock some sense into him, and it doesn't. He goes and he does it again. Let's say he's he's ravishing women, or he's he's uh, doing whatever he's doing. So then you whip him again. And he still hasn't, uh, two whippings doesn't help. Time for the kippah. Uh, based in Konsonos of the kippah. Then they put him in the kippah. And they uh, give him for breakfast the. Uh, the what? Yeah. It's about 15 lines up. It's from the Gemara in Sanhedrin. Uh, 15 lines up on yesterday's page on Ahmed Bey's. I was trying to show you I didn't make it up. But there is this concept. We don't talk about it. It's not the preferred. We said if they killed somebody in 70 years. But there were times where you had Al Capone or you had, uh, what's the name, Lansky or whatever. You had, you had a Jewish game. If somebody's a menace to society, Bezdin has to protect society. So if you can't give him a formal, uh, a formal Torah punishment, so they, were all, they, they, they wouldn't be allowed to execute him, but they could put him in the kippah and give him Wheaties for breakfast and you know, let it explode or whatever, however they did it. I don't know. Okay, let's see. Yeah. Right. So we would and believe so someone else. Someone else has no skin in the game, uh, who doesn't get paid per number killed or wouldn't brag about it. They would be believed. That's exactly. So it, it, and even if it was a non-Jew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another non-Jew. Yeah. There yeah. Absolutely. That's what we call Masiyah Lafi Tuma. In other words, we learned It's a famous rule. We believe non-Jews. Unless for some reason they might be bragging or somehow they, it, uh, it's something that they would, uh, uh, could have had a reason to want to make up the story. 
But if there's no, um, no special reason that they would want to tell you and they happen to tell you they were there and they saw the, this happen, then they'd be believed. That's, the, that's what Messiah Klifitua means. Okay, new mission, a new subject. Okay. Just, just one other quick thing when you think about even in our society when someone's put to death, the court has witnesses that are there in mm-hmm. addition to the person who actually does the deed. And those witnesses are the ones sometimes people from the press or whatever, they write up the notice. The person who puts them to death is just has that one function. The witnesses in the front row, and mm-hmm. then pass the word on. Some of these non-Jewish courts were pretty bloody. They were killing people all the time, and uh, I mean, even like by Stalin, you know, people would disappear, and they never knew what happened, you know. And they, you know, later on we found out they just, you know, they died that day, or they killed, or they got shipped away. But um, it's it's a in a democratic, at least you want the person to know. But in those countries, they. <laughs> They didn't really care if somebody watched or they didn't watch or they notified, they didn't notify. Okay, new Mishnah. Uh, maybe get Eretz Yisrael. Somebody's delivering a divorce to Eretz Yisrael, uh, meaning that they're coming from Chutzlaret and they were tasked, an important task, uh, to go up and their wife is up there. And uh, it could be uh, that uh, the wife, they, their wife um, he was sick and he was afraid he would die and the wife would have to worry about Yivmor Chalitza. Or, uh, and so he sent the get to Eretz Yisrael and he sent it with a trusty messenger and the messenger gets sick and he can't keep on going. Again, the, the, um, I've heard the, I'm trying to remember who the, you know, today we have it so easy to go to Eretz Yisrael. You just hop on a plane, you know, we complain, you know, with jet lag or whatever. In those days, you, you couldn't just go to, Eretz, it, it was a long, difficult journey to get to Eretz Yisrael, if you could. You know, it, it was dangerous, and, and there were robbers on the way, and it was, or you had to go on a ship. You know, there's like stories of people that went to Eretz Israel, like what they had to do. And we have it like just, you know, okay, let's go to Eretz Israel. Like, uh, but at any rate, this guy on the way up, you know, he's crossing the borders, and there were people that wanted to go, and they just couldn't make the trip, you know. So anyways, he got sick. Uh, he gets sick on that, I can't travel anymore. So now what to do? The, the, meanwhile, the wife's waiting for the get. And he was tasked to deliver it. So he can appoint somebody else. Uh, what about if uh, the divorce had, um, it wasn't just give the divorce. It was also to get something from her. You know, she's supposed to give this back. Get the keys to my apartment. I want the car back. Whatever, whatever that was in the divorce, right? So then, you can't send somebody else. It's more than delivering the divorce. You, he's supposed to uh, be a trustworthy person to bring him his property. Uh, maybe I trust you to bring back my car. I don't trust somebody else. Uh, that's a different thing. And, and when it comes to if you uh, uh, um, appointed somebody to oversee your property, they can't appoint somebody else because maybe you trust this company and not that company. You, know, you trust this person and not somebody else. So even though we want the divorce delivered, this is more than a divorce. There are certain monetary things which you have no legal right to transfer and say, oh, I decided I'll give it over to someone else. I don't trust that other company. I, you had no business doing that. Now, you want a divorce delivered so that, you know, um, uh, uh, maybe you chose somebody who's not as trustworthy as you, but you did the best you could. At the end of the day, he just wants to see it delivered. Let's see the Gemara. Omar of Khan. I just want to clarify, on, on this mission, this is a domestic bringing again within it, all, all within Israel, right? No, it's from Chutz Oritz to... Uh, 
Oh, in Eretz Yisrael. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is in Eretz Yisrael. It's domestic, yeah. The, the reason why is uh, when you're coming from Chutzoritz, you have to say, it's in front of me, it was written, and it's in front of me, so thank you for reminding me. And there's a little more complicated because the, the person you appoint can't say that, that in front of me it was witnessed and signed. And so that's a little more complicated. We'll get to that. But assuming you don't have to make that declaration, you just need to get, the, get delivered, so that would be in Eretz Yisrael. Yeah, thank you, Steve. Let's see the Gemara. Amr Kahana Cholotanan. He said this only, uh, we don't, uh, we don't, uh, the, the person, if he's a shliach, he's not allowed, um, uh, he can't do this randomly. It's only in case of sickness. Rashi, cholotanan, the honest. It's beyond his control. Or any other thing that's beyond his control. But if he doesn't have uh, something happen, lo this mission isn't lechachila. This doesn't mean that anybody who was asked to do it can just say, oh, I changed my mind, here you go. You can't do it. It has to be a reason. That's all. That's what the Gemara is pointing out. Back to the Gemara. It's not, we could have figured that out. Maybe the, even if the person's not sick, he can appoint somebody else. I it said sick, or could a milsuk tani? Sometimes, I do this a little bit sometimes, you have to forgive me, I try to make it like, understand a case like a scenario uh, that it could happen. It's, but it doesn't mean it had to be that scenario. It's just painted a picture. So here also, the Mishnah maybe was just painting, he got sick, he asked someone to do it. But maybe even if he's not sick, he's just lazy, he can ask someone else. That's what, the, that's what uh, Rav Kahana was pointing out. No, it's not true. It's only when he's sick that we let him do this. Back to Umara. Hey, dummy, what's the case? Uh, uh, if the person said, you know, just take this up, be a courier. There's no reason that someone else couldn't do it. If he said, I want you to do it. I want you to be the one. So if you look then you can't send someone else. So either he just wanted it in the mail, or either he wanted you. And if that's true, then you shouldn't be allowed. Either it's, it's simple that you could uh, give it to whoever you want to bring it up, or it's simple that you have to do it. And if it's like Rishim Gamliel, he holds that you can never do it. The Tanya, let's see what we learned. If someone says, take this to his wife, or his could be at anyone can deliver it. You go, you can't send anybody else. Rishim Gamliel said, he says, even if he said, just deliver it, he says, a messenger can't make a messenger. You're not authorized to do that. So, Eboy uh, Seima, so if you want, you could say, so how does that fit in with our mission? Our mission doesn't seem to fit in with any of those opinions. So, okay, what's the case? Again, what is, in our mission, we said you could make a messenger. Did he say, take it? Did he say, you? Who are we going like? So, Eboy Seima, if you want, you could say, holach Buddha He said, take it, but he was sick, and so you can appoint somebody else. Eboy Seima, if you want, ad holach, he asked you to go, v'cholashani. And even though he said you, if somebody's sick and can't make the trip, maybe they're allowed. Or Really, it goes like Rishim Gamliel. And even though Rishim Gamliel said, no, a messenger can't make a messenger, it's a special uh, a rule. If a person's sick, what are we supposed to do? So then that's, there is, if a person can't make it, then he's allowed to send us up. Why don't you just wait until he's better? 
Maybe it wasn't that kind of sickness. <laughs> uh, in other words, uh, and that, uh, again, that's that's the Baruch Hashem. Today, most people, is, you know, well, even had then, most people got better from sicknesses. But somebody would get an infection then, or they would get a hit on the battlefield. It was just a question of time. Like, you know, they they just didn't they didn't get better, and that's why somebody always could uh, give their will because they knew they were going. There was certain types of things that. To, you know, today, Baruch Hashem, there are many things that people hopefully can get better from. But in those days, um, so when they were sick and they knew they weren't going to make it, then they could appoint somebody. Tanan, uh, I'm interpreting it that way, but that's my understanding of the word. In other words, today we say sick. Okay, he's got a cold and he gets better, he'll deliver, right? So, they didn't have antibiotics Correct. That's right. That's right. Um, Tanan, we learned how maybe get buried to Israel, Bechola. Now, so now we, now we switch to the other case. Uh, the person bringing a get... No, same case, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll switch to that case soon, the, about, from outside of Israel. You're delivering a get in Eretz Yisrael, you could send somebody. I'll ask you a question. You tell two people or three people, write him a divorce to Nuri they can write the guest and give it. In who in, only they are authorized, Abu Shliach Lo. Clearly, you can't uh, uh, ask somebody else to do it. That has to do with the husband's embarrassed. Uh, that uh, first of all, the, usually the husband would write his own get. They they lived in Eretz Israel, and if you didn't write your own get, that meant you, that you were illiterate. You didn't know how to write, so it's embarrassing. He wouldn't want everybody to know that he couldn't write his own get. So if he authorized uh, a very discreet person to do it, doesn't mean that they can go and authorize someone else. But over here, he definitely doesn't mind. He, this, this was not a personal get over here. Rabbi says, He says the issue is the appointment was words. You can't transfer words to somebody else. And so therefore you can't say, he told me, so now I'm telling you. My I mean, the bottom line is they're agreeing that he can't send a messenger. What about a messenger for a gift? He says it's different. So a messenger could send a messenger to give a gift. Shmuel says, no, matana could get. It's the same rules. Can a messenger appoint another messenger? Uh, just, uh, uh, is it more sensitive a get? Is a person more likely to get, uh, um, uh, uh, to get insulted? Uh, let's see the Rashi about Matana. Shliach Matana. It's right in the middle of the page. Shliach Matana. Sha'omar Balabais Labezadim. A person says to two witnesses, Kasvushtar Matana Laploni. I want you to write a gift deed for so and so. So, E. Taibi to get Mishum Bezoyin, who, if the issue is it's embarrassing that somebody else is writing his, his get, Hachalacha Memrach, Yishra'ain Olav the Kosvo. If you give a gift, it's, you're not obligated to have it written up. The, the receiver should pay for that. The receiver should pay for the, uh, to have it uh, registered. The Tanana Makabla no Sines Laskar. The one who receives it, he's got to pay to have it registered. Hilchaki Mirtsu, if he wants, they could ask someone else to write it. It's not, it's not expected that the person write his own gift deed. The, the receiver should, or anybody. But the divorce is different. But if you want to say the problem is that you were only appointed with words, it wasn't so official, so then you have the same problem. It's not so official. You can't transfer just words. 
if your full appointment was he told me, then you can't transfer that and say, well, I was told, so now you'll be told. You, you can't transfer words. So is the issue one that we are afraid the original person didn't give consent to transfer? Or is it because he gave consent, but it wasn't in a formal way? Uh, but those are the two reasons why the messenger can't appoint another messenger. And we said, though, if in addition to delivering the divorce, it involved picking up something, uh, then you have no right to transfer because... Uh, in general, uh, uh, with monetary things, you have to have permission to, you know, when you're dealing with people's property. The borrower isn't allowed to loan out. He loaned me his lawnmower, so I thought I'll loan it out. He loaned me his car, I'll loan it. Can't do that. A borrower can't uh, loan to somebody else. And a, a renter can't, is it sub, sublease, subrent? I, I agreed to rent to you. Uh, I don't trust that other guy. You know, he's, you put 10 Puerto Ricans in there, you know, whatever you, whoever you rent to. I, 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 just because he was willing to rent it to you doesn't mean that you could sub-rent to somebody else. So again, they, these are monetary things, but you, you only have the authorities. It was specific to you. Yeah, every little kid knows that. <laughs> Pretty smart kids, but okay, even little kids know that. If somebody gives it to you, you have no right to loan it out to someone else. So what's the issue? Uh, so there's two issues. One is a property issue. You, you said, you know, give the get to my wife, but I want you to pick up those things of mine that she has. So obviously you can't ask somebody else to pick them up because you don't necessarily trust somebody else, and it's a monetary issue. But the question is, what about the get part? In other words, there's two, there's two messengers. One is, I want you to deliver this to the wife. And two, I want you to pick up the property from her uh, and bring it back. So you can't transfer the, if the, you were entrusted to, to pick up the property, you can't transfer that to somebody else. But what about the get part? Can you at least do that? So he says, yeah. It could be a package deal. The guy may be saying, I want you to get my stuff back. When you get my stuff back, then give her the get. Uh, could be. I'll give her the get and get my stuff. I mean, it may yeah. be like, I, to, you, I'm going to give yeah. her the get, but i got to get my stuff back. If she doesn't give it to me, right. then you're not going to give the get. Yeah, so that would, um, it could be. It, I guess it would depend on the wording used, if it, was, if it was essential, that only give the get if you get it back, or that could be. Assuming that it, that it isn't, um, the, um, well, that's kind of, he didn't say you have to get it back, so then why wouldn't the divorce be good? So Gemara says, because maybe, maybe the divorce also was contingent on the other part. Just like sometimes a person says, he only wants the divorce to take place. He says, um, only, only divorce are in the house, and he gives the divorce in the second floor. Only use the right hand, uh, or and he does it with the left hand, we're going to see that since there may have been some strange reason why he wanted it to be done that way, so maybe even the divorce part isn't good. And Richard, what you're pointing out is there's a very good reason why he said pick it up. Maybe he, that was his leverage over her was to get the property back before the divorce is given. So that's really what he's saying is that maybe uh, not only is the, you have no right to have someone else do the money part, you have no, maybe the divorce also will be a problem. The Kuli al Mahekan Nafikla Ape Viyav Le Khefitz Bahadushokumine 
Gita Kula Amalo Pligita Git Get Malya. Everybody agrees if he said um, she gave him the item first, and then uh, if, if he said everybody agrees where he the Napikla Ape she came out, the Yaivla Khaifitz, and uh, he gave her something, I'm sorry, or he picked up something, and then she received the get, Kula Amalo Pligi to get, then everybody would agree it's good. Ki Pligi, when is there a debate? where we said where he said pick it up first and then get the get he did the order wrong he gave the get first and then he asked for the for the so Rabbi Yehovah impossible if he did it out of order it's no good and certainly if his messenger did it Reish Lakish says no he says at the end of the day he gave the get and so certainly if he mixed up the order so it, the question here is if he didn't follow the messenger, uh, the rules given to him exactly, is it still good or not? Do we say that that messes up the get? And is, is it only if, if, if uh, is it a bigger problem with him or a bigger problem with the messenger? Who would ever know? Um, maybe the woman, uh, the, um, if the messenger went to Bayston and said, this is what I did, was it right? You're right. In other words, you know, how, you know, maybe nobody knows how it was done. I'm not going to admit that he didn't do what he was told. Right. See, if he didn't show up with the item at all, then we know he was supposed right. to pick it up, but he showed up with it. But how do we know if he switched the order? Was, um, I guess this was done with witnesses. There had to be witnesses for the, you know, the divorce, so maybe the witnesses, uh, you know, would... Uh, but assuming they wanted to do it right, and they asked him, you know, now tell me how it happened, and they saw it happen, so would they have to be re-given or not? So we saw multiple opinions. New mission. Uh, maybe get Medina Sayyam. Now we get to the next mission. Somebody delivers a divorce from outside of Eretz Israel, and now there's a problem, because the divorce, not only does the messenger have to bring it, but he has to declare uh, in Eretz Israel they don't know uh, the witnesses, and they don't know if it was written correctly. So he has to declare, B'fanai nechta, B'fanai nechta. B'cholad, he got sick. So what should he do? So he can go to the court where he is, and the court can appoint a messenger. And he says in front of the court, B'fanai nechta, B'fanai nechta. He testifies in front of this court. And the, the messenger with the court doesn't have to say, B'fanai nechta, B'fanai nechta. All he has to say is, The court sent me to deliver this. The court can appoint somebody who's, um, you know, that means that everything's on the up and up. Let's see the Gemara Mudarvon Levim Raider of Oh. Boy, me never of Oh. Ask him the following. Shliach the Shliach, Mashvi Shliach, Olo. How many, how many Shliach can you make? Can the messenger of a messenger make a messenger? Omalo, Hilo to Boy Lahu. He says, that's not a question, because if you look carefully at the wording, it says, Eina Shliach Akram. The final messenger. Maybe there was more than one handoff. So that implies that you can have more than one hand up. Uh, who is the question? Um, when I, uh, I sell the, uh, the chametz, so the, even the rabbi, when they sell the chametz in the document is, he's the messenger to sell your chametz, but he's allowed to make another messenger. Now the reason why this happens is that in many cities the custom is for all the rabbis to get together and have the elder rabbi do the sale. So the rabbis in the other shuls pass all their chametz to the elder rabbi, and he's the messenger of the messenger. 
So that's actually, and many times you'll see that in the writing of, uh, in the, in the, in the in Moshe's Feinstein days, everybody went to Ramosha, the Solar Chavetz, like all the Rabbanim or all the, uh, and, it's, and um, it somewhat happens in Atlanta. The, most of the Rabbanim, you know, you think, well, you get mad at a particular rabbi. I'm going to go sell my chametz with him. Well, guess what? He's going to, uh, it's usually Rabbi Feldman, I think. They, you know, they go there, even, uh, you know, Rabbi Star, you know, the, and uh, usually you'll see four or five rabbis there, the sell chametz with the elder rabbi in town. So that's the shliach of the shliach. So I'm just saying that in that document, you actually, when you sell your chametz, you're authorizing the rabbi to sell your chametz. Or if he wants to make a messenger to sell it for him, it's a shliach to shliach. Uh, so uh, that, that's that case. But uh, it's actually spoken out. But where is the question? When you do this, does it have to be in court? Or even not in court? That's, I didn't ask that. He said, I'm a messenger of the court. So obviously he, he was appointed by the court. He learned it like this. Again, we have a few versions, slightly different of the same discussion. Can the messenger of a messenger, when he does it, does it have to be in court or even not in court? Why are you asking if it has to be in court? Why did you ask if you're even allowed to do that? Can a messenger appoint a messenger? I never had that question. It's not a shliach because we learned the final messenger can't the shliach That implies there could be one and more messenger. My question was: Does it have to be in court, or does it not have to be in court? That shouldn't be a question. Clearly, it has to be in court. You have to go to court to to, to transfer the right to deliver the get. Um, uh, if you're sending from uh, in Eretz Yisrael, you can make many shluchim. Um, uh, now, in Eretz Yisrael, the reason why is because you don't have to transfer the fact that you know it was written L'Shema or in front of me, because they can check out. In other words, if you don't have to say B'fanai Nechta, B'fanai Nechta, then it's easy to make messengers. If you have to transfer the first messenger, it was written in front of him, and you have to transfer that to the next messenger, then you better go to Basin. But in Eretz Yisrael, you can make many messengers. What happens if the very first messenger died? He got sick. What if he died? It's too late. Because their power came from him. And so if he's alive, you could be an extension of him. But if he died, then you can't be... A, uh, if you're a messenger for the messenger and the messenger died, so you can't, you can't deliver anymore. Correct. That's right. Omar, because basically they're taking over for him, but they're still, they're like, they're as if they're him, but he dies. So it's, uh, if when it's confirmed by the best man, he'd be okay. Uh, no, no, because the, this is all from the original authorization to the first messenger. And so the first messenger is like opening up a channel to somebody to represent him. But if he dies, then his messengers uh, are no longer going to be able to continue, according to this opinion. He says uh, that when their father taught this, when the rabbi taught, rabbi taught this, it must have been when he was younger, meaning that uh, he must, uh, he, this was, uh, he, he, well, I'm sure he changed his mind when he got older. The Ilu Meiz Baal Midi 
he says if the if the uh, if the the man died, would there be thing? He says the messenger. It's not the messenger who's important. It's the man who's important. They're coming from the man. If the husband's alive, then all the messengers are good. If the husband's not alive, less the kula. He, you know, is he, he's saying that it's not about the messenger. It's not about the messenger being alive. It's about the husband being alive. Let's see some stories. Somebody sent his wife again. Omer shliach lo He says, I don't know. What, I don't know what your wife looks like. How am I going to give her a get? Omer le zil yavi la abba barnumi. Give it to Abba, and he knows tihu yadale. He knows who she is. He knows where to find her. Veleza velesiv la and he'll give it to her. Asa, so he went to that place and he didn't know who the wife was. And he didn't find the guy who he was supposed to give it to. So he found the Bezdin. So he went to Bezdin. And Rasafra was there. And he said, What should I do? I, can't, I don't know her and I don't know the guy that knows her. So Amrlo Musser. Melik Kame Didan, give it to us, the Ki Yasif, and this guy, Avraban Yumi, comes to us every now and then, and then we'll give it to him. So, Ki Yasif, Avraban Yumi, Nasif, Leva, and then he'll give it to her. So, Amr Le Riv Safra, Vahai Shliak Shalnitin, Le Gershin, who he said, um, How are you allowed to do this? Uh, um, that uh, this Shliach wasn't a messenger to give the divorce. He was only the messenger to um, uh, to uh, give it to the other messenger. Let's see, Rashi. By shliach so nitin legershin, ashliach hazel lo nasa shliach legersha. He's not a, a, he's not supposed to deliver the divorce. El lemosu abram yinu hilchaglav b'makam balkoi lemosu liad acher. He's he's not allowed to transfer that to somebody else. So uh, you you can't give this over to the court. Exifu, he was he got embarrassed. He said, "You're right." smuchi. <laughs> see, this Rav Safra was there in front of the three rabbis, and he said, "Rav, Rav Safra embarrassed the three Chashuva rabbis," meaning that uh, he had a point there. The case was a little confusing. In other words, the, the the messenger they thought he was a usually the messenger was to deliver the divorce, but in this case, the messenger didn't know the woman, so it was really just the messenger to give it over to another messenger. And uh, that he didn't have a right to do. That's not something the court can do. The court can deliver it to the woman, but they can't give it to another messenger. Omer of Oshim Maikaptu. So, how did, uh, uh, in what way did he show them that he was wrong? Mi Komer Arib and Yumi Velo Asi. Did he say uh, that it had to be to Avram, uh, 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 that it was to this person who didn't come? Ikadiyami, uh, some people say, Omar Rava, Kaptu Rav Safra, Letzlasu Rabban, and Smuki Batos, by mistake. You know what? We'll finish this tomorrow. Okay, we'll have to, have to redo this last case. But, okay, have a great day, everybody. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Yeah.